You're listening to the Daily Sweat Podcast, where we are all about doing something that makes you sweat every single day. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Daily Sweat Podcast, the first episode of 2019. So exciting. I know that in reality, time is just this human construct. The calendar dates and everything are just things that we have made up, but there's still always something really exciting about the new year to me. You know, it's, I like to think of things in the big picture, but sometimes that's also really overwhelming. And 12 months is kind of a big picture, but in the big scheme of things, it's not. So to to have 12 whole months ahead of me with like lots of magic to be made and lots of wonderful things to do and lots of wonderful things to not do, it just, it feels really fresh and exciting. So I hope that, you know, however you've decided to honor the new year, whether you do set goals or intentions, whether you have a new way of ringing in the new year, whether it's simply a party with your friends or any other kind of rituals that you may have to welcome this new batch of 12 months. I hope that it was really enjoyable for you. Now, if you are listening to this episode when it comes out live, so I believe it is Tuesday, January the 8th, I will actually be in Bali. So I recorded this uh, about, a, about a week before leaving. And um, yeah, it's weird to like talk about myself being in Bali when I'm not actually in Bali right now. But basically, when you listen to this, I will be a couple of days into about three weeks of rest and relaxation. And I am so excited to be going and doing that. And, you know, if you do hang out with me on social media, be sure to come check out my Instagram. I am not like... I'm not a travel blogger, so I'm not like doing the whole Bali guide kind of thing, but I will be sharing lots of pictures and lots of goodies and things from the trip. So if you want to follow along, feel free to come and check it out. When I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about for the first episode of the new year and how I really kind of wanted to set the tone for things, you know, I, I, I kept thinking that I needed to do something of like, like this big thing about how the podcast is going to be different in 2019 and all that kind of stuff. And really, because because I haven't left yet, and I really do think that this trip is going to give me a lot of clarity. And even if it doesn't, I think I'm going to be a hell of a lot more relaxed by the time I come home. But if you've been listening to the podcast since the beginning, you likely know that it is a very big amalgamation of things. We talk a lot about physical health. We talk about mental health some spiritual things. And judging by the podcast stats, um, the spiritual topics are definitely the ones that you all jive with the most. So you can expect more of that. But yeah, I was really feeling a lot of pressure to be like, here's what you can expect in 2019. Here's how things are going to be different. And I don't actually know. I don't know. I might know when I come home from Bali. I might not. This whole game of running a business, doing life and everything, I really am just kind of flying by the seat of my pants and seeing what feels good, both from a creation standpoint on my end and from a receiving standpoint on your end. So I don't have any big, big announcements about 2019, which I'm sure you're fine with. But what I do want to talk about today, and this is a question that was asked of me a while ago, and 
I was trying to think of a way to answer it. And I'm just going to answer it in the easiest way that I can, which is from my own experience. And the question was around sharing on social media. And how do we know what to share and what not? How do we set boundaries and uphold them? How do we maintain a quote unquote normal level or state of mental well-being in this age of sharing basically our entire lives on the internet? You know, there are a lot of people in business who, whether they are business owners who use social media and blogging as an extension of their businesses, or bloggers who have their social media and their blogs as their primary business, this is nothing new for a lot of us. But I'm seeing more and more people who aren't in the online space, like from a working standpoint who are doing this. And I think it's amazing. You know, they're going on, they're sharing what they're going through. Maybe they're posting a quote and talking about what that means to them and why. It's this kind of like micro blogger thing. And the beautiful thing about the internet is that anybody can do this. You don't need to have any special skills or resources or to be this super, super Um, like famous person or anything like that in order to be able to go on and talk to people on the internet. You can just be yourself. That's all you need. And I think where our struggle is lying within is as we move into this like super connected world where we look at people's social media feeds or their blogs and we assume that that is their entire, like that's their whole life. We, A, get into the whole comparison trap, which I think is, it warrants an entire episode on its own, but it can also make us feel as though we need to share every single aspect of our own lives on social media. So I was trying to think about, you know, what are some practical steps that I can give or like a how-to on like what to share and what not. But in actuality, I can't really do that because there's no, there's no right or wrong. There's no, this is what you should share and this is what you shouldn't. Because the internet is like the wild west. There's no rules and there shouldn't be. It should be all about what, what feels good to you and what fe- doesn't feel good. So what I decided on talking about today is how I discern what I want to share online and what I don't how I maintain personal and energetic boundaries with this big bed internet and how I still maintain some level of like, I guess, normalcy when people think that like my whole life is on the internet. And I'm not saying that I'm this like big, huge influencer or anything, but like a lot of people think that I am constantly on Instagram or um, social media or writing about things or talking about things. I talk about a lot of stuff going on in my life. I'm, I'm quite open, but there are things that I don't chat about. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And my hope is that as you listen, it will give you some insights that will help you decide what you are comfortable sharing and what you're not comfortable sharing or when you might want to share something and when you might not want to share it. So I think the biggest thing that I keep in mind, and I, it, it's not something, I guess, it's not something I really think about anymore, but I really had to be conscious of it in the beginning, is what is my intention for sharing this thing I'm about to share? 
That's a really big question to ask because I run a business. My social media, this podcast, my blog, my online presence, at the end of the day, it is all a part of my business because I am my business. So I want to make sure that what I'm sharing has some relevancy towards my business, that it either adds value in terms of like an educational standpoint that somebody could walk away from consuming that piece of content and be like, okay, now I know something that I didn't know, or that it inspires them, that maybe it prompts them to think a different way, or that it helps them connect with me as a human being. So, you know, if I post pictures of my nails when I go and get my manicures, you know, I get a lot of, I get a lot of DMs about them. People know that I like to go and get my nails done and it's like my fun self-care thing that I do with my friend. So that helps people connect with me on a human level. So I'm not just this person who is spewing out workout tips and stuff all the time. There's a human being behind the social media thing. So if I'm not posting something for those reasons, to either educate somebody or to inspire them to think differently or to help them connect with me. And sometimes I try to post things that are funny or relatable because we all like that stuff on the internet. If my my reason for posting doesn't fall within those categories, I have to ask myself if that's something that I should really be posting at that time. I have caught myself wanting to post things sometimes where I'm like, Does this accomplish that? Does this actually add value to anybody or does it help them connect with me more? No, it probably doesn't. And I probably shouldn't post it. Sometimes it's just like a thought that I have. I'm kind of a little bit of a bitchy person sometimes. And I have kind of bitchy, judgmental thoughts. And now and then I'm like, "Hmm, maybe I should share this. But like, that's not really something that someone needs to hear. It doesn't add anything to anybody's day. It's not necessarily going to make somebody connect with me. They might be like, wow, that chick's a bitch. Um, But yeah, so when when I'm about to post something and if there's not like a really clear reason as to why I want to post it or why I want to share it, I will tend to not share it. So this is really important, um, you know, when it comes to life stuff, when there's like a lot of personal things, like sometimes um, when my grandma passed away at the beginning of January last year, I posted a photo of her because I wanted to honor her. I posted at her celebration of life that I posted about how many grandchildren and great-grandchildren and offspring and everything that she's brought into this world, again, because I wanted to honor her. has absolutely nothing to do with my business. kind of don't care if it makes someone connect with me on a deeper level, but it was important to me and I wanted to share it. But if like, I don't know, let's say I'm unhappy with something in my strata in my condo. I'm not going to go on the internet and complain about that because that doesn't do anything for anyone, myself included. Like complaining to a group of people on the internet who have no vested interest in my problem or who are not going to solve my problem, it, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for anybody. So really quick, that's kind of my, my guideline is like, what's my intention for posting this? Now, a few episodes back, I believe it was episode number 56. I could be wrong on that, but I will link to it in the show notes. I I did an episode with Jordan Thompson. Um, She's another podcast host, and we talked about the power of vulnerability. 
And in that episode, we did dive in a little bit into how some people believe that vulnerability is almost becoming a trend. That it's this thing that we all do on the internet now where we spew out all of our dirty laundry or every single struggle and challenge that we're going through in the hopes of connecting with other people. And I feel I feel that it's unfortunate that it is now being considered trendy to be vulnerable. I don't actually know if it is. I've just heard people questioning that. But you can tell if somebody's vulnerability is coming from a genuine place. And again, that's something that I have to check myself on as well. When I'm being vulnerable about something, when I'm sharing, you know, maybe it's something to do with my addiction or if I, I've talked in the past about some of the hormonal things I'm going through, the different health challenges I've experienced. When I talk about different things like that, again, I have to check my intention. Why am I talking about this? And usually it's to show people that they're not alone if they're going through different things, to show people that everybody struggles and this is how I'm navigating my struggles. And in the past, I've occasionally caught myself like, it's usually when I'm in not a great headspace and I'm feeling rushed and I'm overworked. And if I am about to post something and I'm looking, I'm when I'm like looking for something to post and I think, oh, I should just like tell the story and just get it done and over with. That's usually when vulnerability is not of the best use to anybody. When I feel called to talk about something, When I get this hit that somebody might need to hear what I have to say about a particular topic, when it's maybe relevant to something that's going on in society, or it's impacting the way that I show up in the world and I want to be honest about why I'm showing up differently, those are the important times for me to be vulnerable. But if it's simply to just have something to post, that's not in my opinion, the best time to be vulnerable because it doesn't, it's not really from the heart. It's, it's kind of, I guess, forced vulnerability and people can tell that I can tell when I read others, blog posts or read stories and things like that about somebody's hardship. I feel the energy behind it, and I'm sure that you can too. We are not idiots. We know when somebody is being truthful and authentic and when somebody is just trying to get more likes and followers on social media. One thing that I will say about that, and it's not a hard and fast rule for me, but one of the things that I I tend to not do is... If I'm in the midst of something, like if I'm working through some personal issues, I will often acknowledge that this could make a very compelling piece of content for the internet, but it's not the time to share it. If I'm working through some things, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about shadow work and acknowledging those parts of ourselves that we've often wanted to keep hidden. When I am like deep in that, That is not the time for me to talk about what I'm going through because I don't have the outside perspective to look at any lessons or look for things that could be of value to somebody else. Because when we're wrapped up in a particular situation or in a problem, we we tend to be consumed by it and our emotions around what we're experiencing tend to be heightened. 
So if I'm going to write a story about something that I'm currently going through and I'm feeling really upset about it, or I'm feeling really, um, say I've got some low self-esteem around something, what I create is going to be within that energy. I might go and write about it in my journal. And like most of the time I do, I create things or express myself for my own, um, I guess for my, for my own reasons and to allow it to get out of my brain and into the world in some way, even if that world is only my own world. But what I create in those moments is not usually fit for public consumption, nor does it have to be. It's not really anyone else's business when I'm going through that stuff. But on the flip side, if I find myself deep in one of those shadow phases and, you know, I do my own self-care, I do my nurturing, I express myself in whatever way I see fit in that time. And then I work through that and I come out on the other side. There's a lot of lessons to pull from that experience that I think would be really valuable to people. There's a lot of talk about just how hard and shitty things can be sometimes, but how it doesn't always stay that way that can be of value to people. And I can talk about those things from an objective standpoint because I'm no longer immersed in them. So that might be something that you want to consider. If you're feeling pressure to talk about all your problems because you think that people are going to learn from them, that's fine. You can share them, but don't feel like you have to talk about them when you are in the midst of them. You can wait. And I encourage you to do so, to give yourself that space, to not put pressure on yourself, to feel as though you have to communicate things in a certain way when you are, you know, in the depths of the shadow period, which is not fun. So give yourself space. Give yourself as much space as you need to heal and process and learn and grow. And then if you feel ready, and only if you feel ready, then share what you went through. And I think one more really important piece of this whole social puzzle is to really learn to become so firmly rooted in your own self-worth that your quote-unquote success in the social media sphere doesn't impact the way that you think and feel about yourself. And this is a really, really big thing. So much of our... Our self-worth is based on how many likes a photo gets, how many followers we have. We will look at an account and see that they have tens of thousands of followers and be like, wow, this influencer hasn't made, or wow, that business is doing so great. Why is their engagement so high? What are they doing differently? And like, don't get me wrong. I get myself caught up in this all the freaking time. I would really say it's, it's only been within the last probably three or four months where I've legitimately stopped caring about how many likes a photo gets. And it's hard because if you, for a really long time, I wanted to do a lot of work with brands, which I still do a little bit of, but it's not a ton, but I wanted, like, I really wanted to, I guess, live that influencer life. And I wanted those 10,000 followers because that was kind of like the gold standard baseline for being an influencer. And so I I really, really wanted to get those followers and I wanted to have the likes up and I wanted to have the engagement up so that brands would look at that and think, wow, this girl is worthy of being one of our influencers 
or that people would look at my social media page and think that, oh, wow, this chick really knows what she's doing. Like we should work with her. We should follow her. But that stuff just takes up so much mental capacity, mental capacity that could be much more effectively used for creating wonderful content, for connecting with your clients with the people who are already in your community, for working on yourself, for finding new ways to serve other people. And this ties into the whole what to share, what not to share conversation, because if our intention for sharing something is around changing people's perceptions of us or having them view us in a certain way or having our thoughts or experiences or emotions validated or, or anything like that. When basically when we're looking for out to outside people to make us feel better about ourselves or a particular situation, we are setting ourselves up for a very big disappointment because The validation from other people, that attention from other people, that those like feel good vibes where people are like, yeah, you're awesome. That's not always going to be there. Especially now in social media, there is so much out there. We are so inundated with information and thoughts and ideas and posts and selfies and all these things that like I see so much and I don't interact with it. I might see a post and I'm like, wow, that was really cool. And then I just keep scrolling past it because my brain is on scroll mode. It's not on engage mode, which is another topic for another day. And if we're posting something heartfelt about something that we went through with the hopes that somebody will console us or comfort us or tell us how strong we are, and then we don't get that response, how is that going to leave us feeling? I've done that before where I've written these posts and as soon as I hit publish, I think, wow, everyone is going to love this. Everyone's going to tell me how strong I am or whatever the conversation was in my head. And the post bombed, like no one saw it as most people don't see things on social media. And it made me wonder what I had done wrong. And it's taken a lot of work on myself to be able to understand that What the social media world thinks of me does not matter one single bit. Sure, I still want to have a healthy Instagram page. I don't like it when Instagram shows my posts to like 0.2% of the people who follow me. And I like it when I find out that more people are listening to my podcast because it means that the message is reaching more lives. I care about all of those things. But my self-worth is no longer based on the number of likes that I have when for a really, really long time it was. And when we are posting for the sake of getting that positive feedback from other people, that's when we need to recheck our intentions on why we're posting and maybe dig a little bit deeper and see what areas within ourselves needs a little bit of extra love and attention from within, not from without. So my friends, I hope you found today's discussion helpful. Fairly short one, but yeah, you know, I just, I thought this would be a timely thing to share because I feel like with the new year, maybe people are starting new blogs or maybe people are starting to take that next step in their business or just be more active on the social media world. And if that is you, and if you were wondering what you should and shouldn't be talking about, Again, really, there there is no 
There's no right or wrong. There's no blueprint. There's no recipe book or anything like that. This is simply how I go about it. And I hope that you were able to take some helpful tips for your own self. So with that, um, I would love to know, how do you set and maintain boundaries on social media? And how do you discern what to share and what not to share? Come find me on the old Instagram. Since we're talking about social media, we might as well continue the conversation through social media. Come and find me at Ariana Fotonakis. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. And let me know how you go about doing this. As always, my friends, thank you so much for your time and your energy and for allowing me to hang out in between your ears. I'll be back with you next week with another episode of the Daily Sweat Podcast. We have a great interview lined up, super stoked. I know you're going to like it and I will catch up with you then. Have a great day. 